Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now the time is 7.35. Washington is uh, uh, 7.35. Europe is experiencing a hot war for the first time in decades and it has rocked the politics and economics of the continent. Energy prices and inflation soared last year and have required governments to bail out companies and consumers. Inflation remains high though and the biggest country in the EU, Germany, is officially in recession. So lots to talk about with Marcus Brea, the uh, head of Business Europe, which represents the biggest companies in Europe here in Brussels. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning. Good morning. How are companies getting on in the aftermath of the Russian invasion of Ukraine now? Well, I think what we see is that uh, after a series of symmetric shocks the world has seen, and which touched our company like the COVID crisis, uh, we now have with this war in Russia an asymmetric shock, which hit European companies way more uh, than our co- competitors in other parts of the world. And, and Eastern and Central European co- countries more than Western. Well, Eastern and Central European uh, companies a lot, of course, but I think everybody has been hit because uh, of the high energy prices, which uh, have gone significantly more up than in other parts of the world, and also the, the, the inflation that followed suit. Uh, to give you some figures for the energy prices, if you compare uh, the wholesale gas prices uh, between, uh, between the peak in, 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 in 2022, and in 2019, you can see that they have gone up uh, in Europe by 1,100%, yeah. uh, compared to 200 in the US and 100 in Japan. So, so it's, it's clear that Europe got it worse. I suppose some people say those energy prices have come back on wholesale terms quite a bit. But are companies seeing the benefit of that wholesale price drop in the last few months? Well, I think you see slowly that it's easing a bit. Hmm. But of course, the... The prices remain higher than in other parts of the world. If I look at the forward curve and I stay with uh, gas wholesale prices, I see that in the US uh, in 2025, they'll go back to uh, two times pre, uh, pre-war uh, levels, whereas in Europe, they remain at four times pre-war levels. So there's still a significant difference. Like the governments in many European member states, in most European member states, helped their consumers and their companies. Did they do enough to get them over this energy price shock? Well, I think there, there has been different measures and, and, and I think uh, there has been a lot of support and there's always the two sides uh, of the coin between, between supporting and, and also driving inflation. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think there is varieties from, from country to country, but I think we will need to go deeper. I mean, this is short-term measures. What we will need to do in Europe is to uh, look what is the big steps we need to do, where do we re- need to reverse course, in order to become the place to invest again, what we'll, we have not been recently. Um, would, you, would be there some who argue that European companies need to stand on their own two feet and they shouldn't be putting their hand out if there is an economic shock or an, something else like that? Are they able to stand on their own two feet or are they dependent on EU support and support from their own uh, member states? Well, I think what is important is that the EU starts creating the framework where companies can strive again. And this starts with uh, reducing regulatory burden and creating regulatory breathing space again. Is there a lot of red tape in in Europe? Well, I think there is a lot of bureaucratic burden. And and if we ask our companies what is the uh, main reasons for the time being investing outside Europe, uh, of course, after the high energy prices, which up to a certain extent 
uh, can be mitigated up to a certain extent, of course, are driven by the war, uh, still are. Uh, it is the high regulatory burden. So what we ask for before uh, anything is, of course, creating regulatory breathing space for companies and stopping the attempts to micromanagement, micromanage companies, because this is simply creating a lot of red tape. If I look at only the reports which are falling on companies every year, there's a lot to be done and there's a lot of uh, things which need to be rethought. And the good thing is that administration starts to realize. So, so the announcement of the president of the commission to reduce the regulatory burden coming via reports by minus 25% is a good first step, mm -hmm. is a start. But Could of course now we, need to see, yeah. now we'll need to see uh, delivery. Uh, and of course, cannot stop there. I mean, the regulatory burden goes beyond reports. Now, um, the Inflation Reduction Act, that's the name of the bill in America, was introduced last year, and it provides for huge, almost trillions of dollars of subsidies to American companies as part of the climate change effort. Um, but it creates a massive problem for European companies because sometimes it might be beneficial to invest in America and get these subsidies rather than stay here where state aid rules are really strict. Well, they have been eased up to a certain extent. So, so we have supported this uh, temporary crisis and transition framework, which creates the leeway for member states to react in very specific cases where... Uh, and in very uh, key green technologies. So, so this is something we have supported because the, the balance needs to be maintained here. On the one hand, we don't believe in a subsidy raise and we deeply are convinced that the competitiveness of European industry cannot be built exclusively on subsidies. On the other hand, in a situation like this, you need to have a possibility to react in a very defined way uh, and, of course, without entering a fully-fledged subsidy race. So uh -huh. we think this is a good piece of legislation. But you have mentioned DAIRA. I think DAIRA has the also inflation been... Reduction the Act, yeah. Inflation Reduction Act. I mean, uh, beside that, of course, we still discuss this with our American friends because a lot of this is not WTO-conform. Mm -hmm. and, and, of course, we, we, we discuss and work against the part which are inappropriately discriminatory. But... Uh, the era has been a wake-up call for Europe. It has showed us that we are vulnerable and it has showed us that we need to do better as far as regulatory burden is concerned, cost of energy is concerned, deepening the single market is concerned. Marcus, thank you so much. That's Marcus Breyer, the Director General of Business Europe. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.